0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at FilmSchoolRadio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar.
1: <music>
0: Director Antonetta Alamat Kustjanovic's latest film, Marina, is set on a remote island off Croatia's Adriatic coast. 17-year-old Julia spends her days diving for eel with her domineering father, Ante, and watching other teens party on a nearby yacht. Julia bristles at Ante's heavy-handed cruelty and resents her mother, Nella's passivity. She longs for independence, but is unsure how to achieve it. The film is called Marina, and it is a beautiful film to look at. The acting is superb. Just a wonderful film all around. And we're joined today by the director as well as the co-screenwriter of the film, Antonetta Alamat Kustjanovich. Antoneta, welcome to Film School Radio.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Marina really benefits from your ability to build almost immediately into the story this level of tension. There's a diving scene at the beginning of the film that I think sets the stage for so much of what we're going to see the scene involves the father and the daughter diving for eel. And we see that, again, tension built right into the beginning of the film. Was there something about growing up in Croatia, living along the Adriatic coast that served as an inspiration for Marina?
1: Well, I grew up on an island uh, with my grandmother and my great-grandmother and my mother. So like a really... Four of generations. I can say, strong women and uh, island was always in my um, blood. Uh, so I really understood that nature and the world, and both you know the danger of the sea and the allure of it, and the imagery and the art, arch- this natural architecture comes from that time. The characters, they are very, uh, they're omnipresent, you know, in Croatia. They're really, sometimes even though they feel uh, some caricature of violence or extreme chauvinism, they are not exaggerated. They're actually toned down for the viewers. (laughs) Okay, well, when you
0: say that, okay, I I believe you're speaking mostly of Ante in terms of his domineering presence and the way that he interacts with his wife and his daughter. Is there something in the history of Croatia or in this area that, or what? What is it that makes it that way, in your opinion? Why is it the way? Those dynamics are the way that they are.
1: Do you think it's only in Croatia?
0: Oh no, no, you're uh, you're right. You're absolutely right to point that out.
1: I think that is a that is something that we uh, close our eyes to and our back to, and it's everywhere. You know, it's just the differences culturally and economically the, the 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 countries work in different ways and it's really like how much you're ready to drink up you know and the more you drink up the more you are used to it and it becomes kind of like a, the common the beginning common beginning of the conversation whereas in some other countries is more fought or branded differently. But it really exists everywhere. I've met yeah. artists all around the world, as well in the U.S. You know, I live in different parts of U.S. I've met such characters. Uh, maybe I've, I can detect them more easily in my own country. But this chauvinism behind the closed doors within a family is somehow more accepted because that's traditional hierarchy of a family, that's the the old idea.
0: With Nella and with Julia, in terms of they have their own dynamic, they have a very, there are different stages of life, their relationship to their father, to the father and husband, I I should say, are, are very different, but how would you describe that their relationship in this in this story?
1: Yeah, I would say they are, you know, I wanted them to be so close to age, but so far away in mentality, because one is really, you know, raised by the old world, but stepping into the new world, which is Nella, and she has not adjusted and she won't adjust. But she has this wonderful, strong and powerful daughter who, even though is raised and born in this world, is aware that this this is not sustainable and and this world is dying off and the new generation and the new power is coming to fruition. And that's what she's in clash with, with her own mother. Of course, I wanted to also play with, you know, sensuality of two women, uh, one just tapping into it and one in the full-blown power of it. And the rivalry that comes from these two places of, you know, having perspective and different uh, attitude towards your place of upbringing and the powers you use. And maybe a woman with as much, if not more power, but inability to act. So uh, I thought there's a lot of tension within these two different, different attitudes towards um place of birth, mentality, and patriarchy from these two women. It's how they treat it
0: that's that's um that power that you're describing that Julia possesses. it's it's a fast it's fascinating in the way it in relation to the story of the way it plays out. But it's also <laughs> when you've been around a little while and you realize, how much power that is, that that sort of budding sexuality of of a young woman, how, as you said, how little is understood by the young woman as to where how to manifest itself, how it's going to manifest itself in her life and in her relationships. And that internal that that dynamic of those three, then you bring in this what I always call the free radical of the story, which is Javi, right? Because Javi is going to impact every single one of those people in ways we can't really imagine, but we know something of them is going to change. Is that a fair way to to put that?
1: Yeah, I, I think he's definitely a catalyst to this very tense life they have. He enlarges the problems. He enlarges the tension just by mere presence. He does not have to do anything. Uh he, he comes from the world, he come, he brings in desire, he brings in the feeling that the yet is best to come, and he sheds the light on what is happening right there. He also increases such an insecurity in the father and remorse and guilty mother and a hunger and and want for a change from a daughter. It could not have been anyone, but it could have been many different types of hobbies but it had to be somebody with that power unbound by earthly problems that comes in and can play God I think
0: and the fact that he has a connection to their family in ways that are revealed over the course of the film
1: right yes the connection just makes the 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 analysis of their own lives more painful because at one point Javi was more closer and maybe more equal and they could have taken the different routes and they didn't so it's really about you know remorse of the time lost and life spent wrongly and growing into your own bitterness that as a child, you don't have yet because you haven't made those choices. you have resilience and hope. And that's what Yulia wants to protect.
0: I remind our listeners that we are talking about the film Marina, and we're talking with the director and co-writer of the film Antoneta Alamat Husshenovich. From the beginning of the film, from the opening scene in the film, the water is about liberation, sustenance, life, but also tension. And almost, in fact, I think in every scene in which there is, they're going underwater for a dive for whatever reason, along with it accompanies this beauty, and I'm speaking especially about the, the diving scene, what a spectacularly shot film. I want to talk a little bit about that cinematography in it, but also along with it comes tension. And throughout the film, in very subtle ways, you f- I feel like you really ratcheted up the level of tension, the stakes became higher and higher as the film went along. Intentional. I'm sure it was, but
1: (laughs) I, 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 of course, I think that it, you know, it's, it's, it's the film that is not moved by plot. It's moved by character. And these characters are a little bit like, you know, they are burning on the sun. All of the the dirt and desire and remorse comes to the skin as you know it it almost is it evaporates to the surface, but as the place is getting hotter, that creates you know this this impulsive reactions over the small things that escalate and actually bring out of them the bigger and greater conflicts that existed over the decades and then uh also their unaware rivalries their unaware desires and that creates the plot it's it's action and reaction that it's really based on emotion and uh, for me it was important to make audience alert of that not only by people's dynamics and their psychology, but also as if it's nature in tune with those microdynamics as well. There
0: are a couple of elements in the film, sort of uh, from the film point of, point of view, film production point of view, which is the cinematography of Helena Lovart. I know you, you worked a lot with her in terms of trying to essentially find the, the, find the look you were going for, but what did that bring to the project?
1: Uh, first of all, this has been such a complex project, not only, you know, emotionally and being the first feature, but also technically, it's been a very, very challenging project. And what was great about relationship with Ellen is that uh, she's very, um, she's, she's very great. <laughs> And she was able to understand my intentions, the dynamics of the characters, and uh, really understand the faces of people, of the actors. And that was in a foreground for her while she was able to orchestrate this very complex and technical shoot that we had that was not only complex under the water, but being on the water, near the water, on the boat is equally as complicated. And Ellen is great in making very complicated things simple, so they can come through emotionally. It's beautiful.
0: And then also another element that I I found interesting was beyond the natural sound, there's very little in the film. Beyond, there's a little bit of music, there isn't a whole lot more in terms of uh this the additional sound of the film that's my impression thinking back on the film was am I right is that
1: I I think you're right what you're saying about natural sound you mean the the sound that are edited in the film are they come from nature but they are not recorded on set of course that we had to recreate everything in post-production because shooting by the water by the beach oh, yeah. out microphones because everybody's in the bathing suit all the time it's just impossible to record sound so there was very heavy lifting in post-production of the sound uh, regarding music yes you're absolutely right um i was interested in creating this other universe music was not there to underline the emotions but it was to create the space. I think that's what Evgeny and Sasha Galperin did so beautifully. They used strings to create the vastness of this universe underwater, but yet they made it so intimate uh, and personal and both mystical, yet not too scary, but, but large and a place where one can get lost. And somehow, the way it builds over time. And it's always based on the same team. It arrives to the emotion of being completely expansive and liberating and closer to divine and become somehow spiritual, um, that same single theme that they built. And I really enjoyed working with them. They were great.
0: Well, it's an important element in the film. And it pulls you into the story. I thought it was just beautifully done. Another critically important element in the film has to do with the cast, and this cast is superb from top to bottom. Let's start with uh, Gracia Filipovich, who plays Julia. Danica Kirchik plays Nella, who is Julia's mother, and, and the wife of Ante, who's played by Leon Lucif. And the cast is round out by Cliff Curtis, who plays Javier, the old friend of Ante and potential business partner, who really is the, as we discussed earlier, the disruptive force in this story, who forces all of these characters to essentially reconsider what their lives are and where they're heading. Terrific cast. Let's talk a little bit about them.
1: Grazia and I collaborated many years ago. First time, she was nine. It was a very small student collaboration and then we did our first uh serious short film when she was 13 and uh during shooting of that film it's called into the blue um I realized that I really want to write a feature film for her before she becomes an adult and there there's it's it's very interesting uh working with non-actors because, I have a feeling like the moment they step into adulthood, they forget how to use that tool. Not everyone, but <clears throat> this was my fear with Grazia, which I think that it's not the case. I think she's going to grow her tool. I've seen it with another, other actors, uh, child actors I worked with. Uh, they just become so self conscious. And, um, I really wanted to write more in as soon as possible and shoot it with Grazia. She was so stunning to look at like really I could have watched her for hours. I know that everybody says that for their actors, but there is something about it that people that you, you can watch them on screen while they are just being there somehow like an animal. You can watch a dog being real or a cat being real or a, Leopard you know it's like that and I wanted to capture that uh so I've wrote Morina for her and then I've decided to cast all the other actors around her so I started with the father and then the mother and then we found Javier.
0: one of the most impressive things for me in watching Russia in Marina was that for the good 10 minutes the beginning of the film, I don't think she says a word and yet i felt like she was able to establish a lot about her character
1: i was interested in you know telling the story without speaking of it and i felt that it was true to her character it wasn't forced this decision that she doesn't speak it's just there's no space for her you know, she's really just like staying afloat. My
0: well, congratulations to you. Congratulations on uh, the uh, executive producer, Martin Scorsese, coming aboard. Uh, congrats on that. As well as all of the acclaim that the film has received. Well deserved. I look forward to future conversations with you on your work. And uh, I really appreciate you spending the time with us here on Film School Radio.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike.